This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. Hey there, what do you say there, world? Welcome to the Racers Recap. <laughs> we are a bunch of ex-racers hitting it, talking about Season 29, Episode 6 of The Amazing Race. My name's Justin. Diana. James Earl. Corey. <laughs> and a Redmond. special guest, Redmond Ramos from Season 29, a.k.a. Doc Pegleg. Check him out on Twitter, right? We are having fun today. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. We have a lot of questions online. I posted on Reddit. There was a bunch of questions posted from, on Facebook. We'll get to those questions. And if you have some live questions joining us in the chat room, please post them below. We'll get to them as well. All right. As uh, Red, we, as someone who's done pretty much everything, I mean, you've done so many amazing things. How does the Amazing Race stack up to all the things you've done? That's uh, absolutely the, the best. It's such a great experience. Everybody here in the chat room knows that. Uh, it's, it's really, we try our best, and that's why you have the show that you do. You try your best to tell people how fun and how crazy it was, but we can't express it enough. I mean, it was just a really experience of a lifetime. That's pretty cool. Especially if you go all the way around. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's, it's great. No matter what, it's an experience of a lifetime. You bond with 20 other people who, who never, who nobody else can understand the things you've been through. So more like 16 sometimes. Let's just say sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. All right, let's jump right into it. Uh, Just feel free to uh, jump in. If we're talking junk, that's not true. You can cut us off and let us know. All right. (laughs) We're heading to Milan, everybody's favorite place when they fill out their applications. Everybody wants to go to Italy, and this cast is one of the lucky ones. I think everybody was jealous of this location. Oh, that's all it is. I'm pretty sure I put Rome. I didn't put Milan, but I put Rome Rome, Italy because I wanted to go there so bad. Oh, fighting the damn Coliseums. Ah, the, oh, come on, that's, that's an amazing race task, man. <laughs> That'd be great. So we're off to um, Milan. You have to buy tickets on the Travelocity mobile app, my favorite mobile app uh, for booking any sort of travel. <laughs> they were very good to us, paid for our wedding, and uh, gave us a great flight. Oh, Fitbit paid for our wedding. Huh? Fitbit paid for our wedding. Technically, I guess. I guess. Must be nice. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pass on all of this conversation. <laughs> you know, I mean, we had like taxes and all that fun stuff that goes along. So it really is not. No, I was, talking, I was talking about the app. I was talking about the travel app. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how was booking stuff on the app, Redmond? <laughs> it was fantastic. Nice to meet. It's a great app. Now, we find out that we find out that Tara met her husband here in um, Italy. She speaks a little Italian, and she lived here for a little while. So I'm in. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, wow, they're going to have a huge advantage. If there's any sort of language barrier, they're going. She's going to be right in there. And location wise, she might be familiar. But I would say she. I think she's being a little modest too, and she's like, oh, I just speak a little uh, Italian because like. The entire episode was just her speaking like Italian. Like every single like sentence out of her mouth was Italian. Yeah, it wasn't broken. Tara is both Joey and Tara are both amazing people. Tara's actually deployed right now for people that don't know. 
she's an awesome person. And also I knew she was going to be one of the toughest competitors. And then once we were told we we're going to Italy, as you said, we were all incredibly excited, but at the same time, everybody kind of looked at Joey and Tara as that was the team to, to beat. That was the team we were all scared of. Mm, wow. Especially coming off of two first places, like two first places and no one to a homeland for her. It, it was exactly after how strong they showed they were. And then we'd all been saying as much as we want to go to Italy. I hope we don't right now because we know she's going to just tear up Italy if we go there. So we were definitely a little worried about that team. All right. So you all, you all knew that she spoke Italian. Yes, I don't know. I can't remember, so I'm not going to lie. I don't remember if she openly told everybody or if it's something we kind of, you know, maybe a couple of us knew. But yeah. I know that I knew and my partner knew. Well, so uh, everybody seems to be on the same flight that's uh, landing at 1130 at night. So I think they're just going to race and go get like a number and book stuff in the morning. But no, it's a pretty cool task that they actually get to do at night. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I mean, not surprised, but I kind of like that you had taken this long flight and then as soon as you landed you guys were go 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 i mean it had to have been 12 30 i mean 12 12 30 by the time you guys got there is that right well, i know when we were doing the challenge it was about 3 a.m oh. oh. maybe when we were finished with the challenge i oh it was three oh. i remember we were having dinner and it was like two or three o'clock in the morning here's one thing i would like uh, to so. sorry sorry to interrupt you one thing i want to remind everyone that's watching is the this lead started all the way back in africa for them it's easy on tv to forget that this is a continuation <laughs> so they went from africa up to what the netherlands or yeah. no what norway. norway norway and now they're in italy and it ha they haven't stopped they have not slept in a bed they have not showered they just do like the bathroom wash the face try to smell a little bit <laughs> yeah Yes, that True. was definitely one of the most uh, uh, trying legs for us. We got, I got mentally drained and got into a little fit during our continuation leg. Uh, so it definitely wears on you. It definitely wears on you. Um, so we're looking around, and we see it cuts to Mike and Liz uh, getting at it there. And she had a couple of my favorite lines during this task. And she, was, she got into it, and then she was like, all right, I'm sorry. Are you sorry? And he was like, sorry for what? For you calling me names? He yeah, wouldn't get over it. She kept on and yeah. pursued it, which I really appreciated. But then she came up with the line of the night. She says, what do you want me to do? Get in a plane and skywrite it? <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they do what they do. They hug it out and they move on and they continue to be Mike and Liz, killing the tasks but getting lost on the way to them. <laughs> and one thing I want to say, just because I, I really do think it's funny, as a racer, we have what we think of everybody while we're racing. But then what I didn't realize is when we watched the show, we were going to have like the second opinion of everybody. So I didn't know Liz too well during the race. And then I'm such a huge fan of her now because seeing how she reacts, I mean, if I was just watching it, uh, she would have been one of the, I mean, the top people just because of how cool she is and how, uh, how she handles her cool when, you know, certain situations happen. So I, I have this second level of respect for Liz now. Oh, and Mike, but I've always loved Mike. Mike and I clicked right away. <laughs> so Y'all share the beer glove. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's something that Diana and I could speak for as well. Like we had a bond with the teams, but we didn't get to share as much time as everybody else had. So we were always kind of outsiders. We didn't really get to be close to the teams until afterwards. Mm -hmm. And then we saw how it played out again. So we kind of went through three phases of of like almost friendship with the group that we have of like, we're the enemies, everybody's yeah. against us to like, Hey, all right, they're not that bad to like, 
watching it and like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have said all that stuff because they're going to hear it type of thing. <laughs> so Everyone's trying to confess after, well, we might have said this about you. I was always up front with y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Except the two times you lied in the rain. All right, uh, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Why does everyone still have such huge backpacks at this point? I I, I don't get it. It's halfway through the race. Everybody on our season were ditching everything left and right. Red, do you understand? Why does everybody have backpacks? They're so huge. Well, I had a leg. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, certain teams. uh, I know Liz, it was kind of a joke. I don't know if it was on TV or the extra YouTube uh, stuff. Uh, Liz kind of yeah. it was one of the jokes we had she she had a pair of underwear and socks for every day plus a few extra um, certain <laughs> people are like that wait for like every think, single day in the race like all 21 days yeah. no yes she had yeah, like 30, 21 pairs of underwear you can yeah. see it in the YouTube video oh. I think it's 30 oh. pairs of underwear and 30 pairs of socks or something like that Damn. Uh, and, like and we do that the whole time two pairs of jeans one. four pairs of shoes uh, I yeah. <laughs> like, so she threw away, I think, one pair. But so to answer your question, uh, I think the biggest reason why that happened is we were all strangers and nobody knew. So imagine if if you had a pack, everybody packed for themselves. So we packed uh, individually. You had 22 people packing for 30 days. So once we got uh, to each other, we didn't really have that time of, of you know, somebody brought two alarm clocks or if somebody brought stuff that we could have shared it kind of took us a little while to find out what we can throw away. Hmm. I'm just saying, y'all are better people than me. Because, like, after the first lead is when it started for me. And every first lead did stuff left yeah. and right. We really, yeah, we really didn't carry that much. Beach. I mean, everybody thought we packed light. Um, but I th- another thing, everybody kind of brought gifts, which was kind of funny. I brought a fan, I think, for Matt. A little uh, fan just for whoever was going to be our partners. And, oh, that's so uh, cool. That's cool. Becca brought a little button, but we kind of noticed I brought so much food because I thought, well, my partner might not bring food. And I think everybody kind of overpacked, uh, not just because we were scared of the other one, but also people, a few of us brought kind of gifts for the other person. You know, hey, this will probably make my partner, this will be like a, a friendship thing. This will make my partner like That's me. cute. That is oh, that's pretty cool. adorable. I like that. What, what was interesting is it started out to be set up really, really cool. It was a self-drive to get to a train, to get to an airplane, to get to bunched up. So I was like, damn, it was just kind of a waste of like those three cool connections just for everybody. To but be- I kind of think that was like set up for train station, chatter and drama, airport, chatter and drama. Yeah, probably. To get that behind the scenes is a U-turn coming up. So uh, what I like, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but a nice little airport foot race going on as they land. <laughs> Everybody's racing through the airport. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is the episode. So we've been waiting so much. This is the episode that you see Scott's Scott run. run. I noticed it. Scott ran the whole time. And he's fast. He's in the front of the pack. He's one of the fastest people on the race. <laughs> and he didn't let anybody know how fast he was, but he's a fast runner. But that's how he looked every time we were going to sprint. And it took, what was it, five or six episodes to finally show it. No, I thought they weren't going to show it. I noticed, which, it took me, I couldn't figure out what they were trying to say last week with this run, but it's because he, like, pumps from his elbows. Like, the arms stay still, but he pumps the elbows. <laughs> yeah, I got to go you back and watch it. it. Uh, so, uh, do you lo- love him or hate him, Corey? What do you think? you, you like these uh, races, or did you hate them on your season? Uh, huh? Did I like from running from the airport, you mean? Yeah, when we bunched in the airports. Do you like that stuff, or do you like uh, kind of – you know, uh, we had there was a couple times where we had to stop and then just like open the gates five go and then it was. 
worked for us. I mean, it, like I said, every single one of our flights had a bunch point and we were fine with it because Tyler and I were usually the first two spring off the air or everything. So I, I didn't mind them. I liked knowing everyone was together because we thought we could beat anyone head to head. So cool. All right, so they run out. Tara and Joey still stay into the front and get to the clue box first. And then we find out roadblock. What is the word on the streets? So you got to eat some food, some amazing Italian food, nothing disgusting, while riding in a tram and look for three Italian words along the way. Seems relatively straightforward and simple. Uh, there was a comment saying that the ride was an hour long. Can you confirm that, Redmond? So it felt like it was 10 hours long. I I uh, was trying to text a few people to find out how long it actually was. I really think it was about half an hour. Ooh. All right. So uh, if I'm wrong, it's because it felt that long. But I know it was way longer than every single person uh, thought. There's even a comment, I think, when the, the train is leaving for the second time, I think. Yeah, I really think it was about half an hour. And that's what, to me, made the challenge hard. I think that everybody made the challenge hard is – it seems a little easy on TV, but really you're just sitting there and every single thing looks like a clue. So what they don't show is, you know, a lot of us had maybe, you know, 20 things written on our paper that we were pretty sure weren't, but you know, you just don't know it. it, it uh, there's so many things flying in front of you that you're just kind of guessing at some point. I mean, Was Justin and I did a challenge just like, not just like this, but similar to this in our season. I know what you mean when they tell you, hey, you're just looking for three words and you're just sitting there the whole time, just looking every which way, <laughs> trying to find like, what you're looking for. Yeah, and yeah. It, exactly. And I think I'm so happy that they put Scott's reaction when we went through the second time. When, you know, when we see the word the second time, it was like it's the most obvious thing. It looks so easy <laughs> to see. And then Scott's reaction is absolutely priceless when he just looks at the camera. It was like a scene out of the show office. I mean, it was so yeah, funny to me. Yeah. So how was uh, you and Scott's first date? Romantic. We, uh, you know, he'd been talking about taking me out on a date for a while. And so we were, we were happy to have Italian. Ooh, Italian. <laughs> Did you get jealous because Scott was eyeing the guy next to him? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't see that until the show. So I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> on the date wandering eyes yeah while on a date how uh, yeah. uh, so it's like swiping right while you're on a date with somebody <laughs> you're not supposed to do that so rude all right so we're looking here and uh, one of the things that diana noticed she was like, like why so is right. everybody sitting backwards when they're driving no 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 when Sarah mike, and mike no. were backwards yeah when tara and mike they went backwards and then the second group they were off frontwards so i was asking justin like is there a strategy on which way you sit did you get a choice yeah, I didn't notice that until the show. So it's something we didn't even talk about, or at least I didn't talk about. So I can't answer that. I, I'm like, I'm assuming since it's we weren't on the same trolley, so I think maybe the trolleys were set up differently. Uh, but I can't answer it. That's just my guessing. Yeah, I didn't know if it was strategy at all because she was like, "Why would anybody sit backwards? Don't you want to see it first? And then I was like, "Maybe they want to see it as it's going. When people like, ooh, looking and they turn their heads." Uh, My guess it was just three thirty in the morning. They just sat down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could be that. Um, I know. I just sat where I was supposed to, where I thought I wanted to sit. Uh, yeah, so we'd have to ask them. I can't answer that. Food looked amazing. They had wine. So sitting here drinking, eating amazing food. Do you think the food was put there as a distraction so you wouldn't see the, the words and maybe miss the words? Oh, absolutely. And I had a, a few, actually, it's just my friends. 
that were commenting or texting me saying, how do you like, you're at a fancy place, put your plate down. Cause I'm at this fancy <laughs> restaurant, I'm holding onto the plate and just shoveling in my mouth. But it's because that is part of it. They were trying to kind of distract you. So I didn't look polite, but <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to win that challenge. And you had to eat again when you did it the second time, right? Correct. And oh it, it was great food. Many- it was absolutely amazing, but it, it was a little tough the second time, but nobody had, nobody actually had a problem with it eating the second time. How many courses uh, so, was it? It's two. Yeah. I, there was a dessert that they didn't show. So it was two Damn. courses in a dessert. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. A little cannoli, a little and wine. <laughs> and you can have as much wine as you want. Uh, I bet. All right. So, um, Okay, relax. I have all three words. It's just te- whenever you look at the camera and with your smart ass mouth, trust me, you say the things that you know are going to come back to bite you. Like uh, Scott looks at the camera and says, Relax. Sorry, I don't know that one. Sorry, Alexa. Sorry. <laughs> 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 he looks at the camera and says, Relax. I have all three words and then mm. gives that little face. And then they give that like sound yeah. clip of like doing something wrong in the background. Oh, <laughs> you never want to be that guy. And I definitely had one of those moments on the race as well. (laughs) All right. So Mike and Liz work together and they get it on the first try. They're the only team to do it. And do you think that's the reason that they got it uh, done on the first try? Uh, It was Mike Mike and Tara. But I I do think it was the reason why. Because And, you know, we don't know for sure. Like, we really don't because we weren't there. But I think having two sets of eyes and helping out – um, really well, did the challenge faster. I think the people that had four in a court were at a little bit of a disadvantage because they knew they were at the bat to the pat. And I don't think you're going to be as helpful when it's four. I think it was just yeah. like two more. They would have helped each other out, especially with the U-turn coming up because you want to try to ditch yourself separated as much as possible. That's exactly I was yeah, thinking. I, mean, I, I don't have to comment too much further. That's exactly what I, I agree completely. Uh, it, it's one of those things where when you're two people, you don't mind working together. Uh, four people, nobody wanted to work together, really, because if you give the answer to one, you give it to everybody, and then you're, nobody's at an advantage. Especially so you're hoping with you're the one that got right it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> trying to get out. Corey, would, would you have uh, worked, if it was you and any, I guess not Bernie and Ashley, but if it was you and one other team, would you have worked together, or would your instincts say work alone? Yeah, no, I mean. No, it, it's, even if it was Vank and I, I would have worked together. I think if it was two people, oh, wow. it didn't matter who it was. I just wanted, yeah, yeah I don't play as much as people think I do. I don't play that much with emotions. I wanted to, to pass that U-turn. So even if it would have been Vank and I, I probably would have uh, worked together. It's just having four people uh, when there's only, I think, seven teams left. And we know two of them are in front of us. It's, it's just, it was a little bit iffy. Nobody... But I know at least three out of four. I was I watched the show a couple times. I'm pretty sure we all got we all missed the same word. Think may have yeah. gotten that word. I don't think he did. But, I think you all missed logo. Okay, so then yeah, I know at least three out of four of us missed it, but they didn't show what Vink wrote. So even if we would have helped, we it wouldn't have mattered. I, I don't think because I think we ended up getting the word the second time around. We didn't. We tried working with each other, but we all had the same two words on. Yeah, and I so wrote the end. ducks. I think I saw, uh, or when we got together, <clears throat> excuse me. I think uh, I, I think that Nux or whatever the one that Scott wanted, uh, that sounded familiar. Either I I'd written that one already on my own, or or we talked, but I can't remember since it's been a while. All right, so we're heading to Lake Como now, and we're gonna go to this beautiful lake where everybody, everybody who watched the show is just like. <sighs> 
I want to visit this place. I want to go there. Her family's been my there a couple times. My parents have been there. They're going there again in September. And my mom just says it's like one of her favorite places in Italy. So, And they get to spend the night on one of the most amazing boats with beautiful food and wine. And me and James Earl and Dad are sitting here like, God, we got pooped on by seagulls on our... <laughs> yeah, and um, Corey had a boat too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our, our boat was beautiful. It was just, it had been a long day and we all wanted a real shower and there were no accommodations. And, and then we ate this questionable dinner that night that I don't think really anybody ate except for Cole ate the entire thing like and had four helpings of it. Uh, their boat yeah. looked a little nicer than the one we had. Oh, I was so jealous of their boat. Oh, definitely something that uh, I wouldn't mind spending the night there. So Scott was talking with Floyd, and then Vank comes over and says, hey, you guys want to share? And Scott gets a little sassy, says, uh, we nice. don't know you. Wait, this is yeah. at the roadblock, right? Yeah. yeah. This was at the roadblock. This is before we got to the boat. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have. I guess I have my notes a little out of line. So uh, Scott was a little uh, – I guess that's the way that it showed it on TV. But anyway, uh, so Scott, what do you think about Scott's reaction? Is that uh, a blatant, like, we don't care? Just yeah. like, yeah, that's pretty blatant. I mean, is that uh, right? God can get away with some stuff like that because <laughs> everybody loves him. Like, and not just the people watching, but when we were there, nobody had an issue with Scott. And so he can get away with stuff like that. Um, so wow. I think, honestly, that's just his way of saying, no, I'm not going to share. And he does it in kind of a fun way. And, I loved him. <laughs> he could get away with stuff like that. It, it seemed a little sassy to me more than uh, like <laughs> very sassy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the interactions and I, I love him. He's definitely leading this season in facial expressions. He's kind of up there with uh, <laughs> James Earl's mom, Denise. She had a lot of really good ones in, in our season. <laughs> Uh, so during the foot race, uh, did you guys catch Vank uh, saying, let's go, let's go, we can catch him? And then like two seconds later, he's like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was, uh, I wish they would showed it more, but it was so dark. That was such a good race. Becca and Floyd and Matt and I, we would always have these great foot races together. Um, and that was, that was one of them. You know, they showed it for maybe a second, but that was just, that's why I love racing against team fun and mom and dad they were both just excellent runners and when we would run against them i mean it was just no holds bars we'd be sprinting you, you couldn't even breathe for for a while and that was one of them so we didn't hear that until the show came on and that makes me feel a little better <laughs> it's good coming for me <laughs> uh, and, and then at this point you guys get another chance to just sit and relax and enjoy the race you guys are all drinking together nobody's thinking about the race nobody's strategizing everybody knows what they're gonna do when they wake up in the morning and this the thing is that you're saying like wake up in the morning now that we know that they were doing the the, the road stop like our road stop um roadblock road road thank you at 3 30 in the morning their time to leave was 7 a.m so like how long were they actually yeah. there i feel like lolo probably got there and was like turning around and walking off the boat yeah we didn't no they were only there i can't remember but they didn't they didn't get there too much later than we did but we didn't have that much time there uh some people stayed up and ate and drank and uh, I know Matt and I went outside because being outside was just amazing. It was freezing cold. We were miserable the next day, uh, but we got to just, we slept under the stars. I mean, it was beautiful. <laughs> so Matt and I went outside <laughs> awesome. on, uh, on the, the front of the boat and slept for maybe an hour or two. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't that long because we got there in the middle of the night. 
looks like Joey Cavino is in the chat room. Thanks for joining us, Joey. Hey, oh. Ask hey, Doc how much slept. Mike drank. <laughs> they, they drank a lot. <laughs> we <laughs> drank a little race bit. a little tipsy, huh? Because yeah. <laughs> you guys are out right in the moment. <laughs> that picture of Mike, uh, or that, that clip of Mike when we're walking in and Mike's already been there. Yeah, with this little like, tongue wiggle. Uh, that, you that like the tongue yeah. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the five-minute time differences leading out, Diana? What do you think? Is that... Uh, I mean, it's set up so, you know, the farthest team is only 25 minutes behind. And I think actually Logan and London, not Logan, right? Is it yeah. Logan? I, I feel like London I don't know. Logan. I feel like I don't know them. <laughs> that they could have really been screwed had the roadblock times been the times that they, like, left the next day. It yeah. could have been, like, more than a half hour behind. So If you were 15 minutes behind every team, starting an hour and a half behind, been there. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I think the reason why they did it, it it is always frustrating, especially if you're in the head of the pack. It's a little frustrating. Uh, But I think it's because there was one more challenge to do, and then we're going to the pit stop. So, um, you know, normally they might do 10 minutes or something, but when you think about it, it ends up being almost half an hour for the other team. Yeah, that's kind of what I picked up about the leg design, how a U-turn – and a leg design like this, I feel like it almost, it absolutely will send the team that gets you turned home because you know you only have the detour left to do tomorrow, and then it's a pit stop. So I mm-hmm. kind of feel like that that strategy on who do you turn and then to burn the other one yeah. came into play because that's all you had well, to do. There's no other to get opportunity to that. for yeah. somebody to catch up. So, uh, yeah. so we're almost mm-hmm. there. Uh, so <laughs> should, should, we're at the board. Uh, let's, just, let's just get to it. Joey and Tara get to the board, and they're first again. And they don't use the U-turn because they don't. They're not down with this plan. But if you're not down with this plan, why not just use the U-turn on somebody that you think is the strongest team that's behind you when you have the chance? And uh, you know, boy, how did you how did you take the episode? <laughs> uh, to me, I, Joe is Joey in the chat room. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He can chime in if he wants. To me, yeah. I thought you just didn't want to because honestly, I can't even remember. Have, there's ten different plans that were going on. We didn't have one giant plan. But for me, what I thought it was, was he just didn't want to be the one to do it because, uh, you know, he didn't have to. He was in the front of the pack. He didn't necessarily say he was uh, he was against it, but I could be wrong. No, yeah. no, no. I see that he, 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 he wanted to put somebody else, make somebody else the bad guy, but I get it. But that was a great chance for him to U-turn like you and Matt. And then – Oh, yeah, yeah. And then but, get I, you I mean, guys when you have – that's true. Can I, can I say something? But he loved us. <laughs> like Justin, in your sentence, you're like, I don't want to be the bad guy, and that's the one thing that really irks me, especially with like the, all the online people. So they'll be like, you know what? They're the bad guys. They you turned them. But on the flip side, if it was like, let's just, I'm just going to use Brooke and Scott because they did the most crap online. If this same plan had been used for Brooke and Scott and got them out, like if they had done that, people would have been like, oh my God, whoever did this was amazing. They did the plan <laughs> just like they were supposed to. Like I don't get why people hate when people, A, number one, use the U-turn because it's part of the game. And part of the game is trying to win. Like you want to be, first off, you don't want to be eliminated, but you want to be racing teams that you can think you can beat. So yeah. I just don't understand why people give so much hate for this. And I just didn't understand it online. I completely agree with you. I mean, I think Tyler and I were pretty beloved by a lot of the viewers up until we U-turned Brody and Kurt. And then it was like, shit hit the fan. We're awful people. (laughs) 
they can't believe we would do that to Brody and Kurt. We're wimps. We're not strong enough to beat a strong team. So I don't know. It's, it's, you're using a tool that's put in the game for you to use, and you earned the right to use the tool by being the first ones there. So I completely agree with you, James Earl. Yeah. I said, like, the very definition of irony is all the people in the in the fan groups that are like, you know, who they don't like for saying what. And then when somebody U-turns them, everybody jumps to the defense of, you know, well, that's not fair. That's not playing nice. But yeah. everyone in the fan groups are, like, ripping everybody apart for just being <laughs> themselves. And then. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I, I, yeah. The only way I could have been more hated. People is- will curse and call people horrible names and then say, uh, uh, how dare yeah, how dare you bully someone while I bully yeah. you on Facebook? I was like, that's literally the definition of irony right there. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. <laughs> bullying, was this bullying? Was this classic bullying, big, bad, Redmond muscle man? Oh, man, I'm so, picking on I'm so tired of hearing that term. Ashton. I am I'm so tired of hearing that term. I am uh, <laughs> such a anti-bullying advocate but when you say something like this is bullying when you say beating somebody too badly in a game which is what this is is bullying then you just completely take away what uh, uh what actual bullying is and it's really wrong it's wrong for people that are suffering you know actually being bullied in life and so when you when you're watching you know something like this and we're all having fun even i mean look at the way ashton and Vank took that u-turn they passed by mike and liz and they're not they're not crying they pass by and they go hey thank you very much like you know obviously yeah, upset that bullying? if that's how they react why would you be more upset than them yeah. <laughs> you know it's, it's not bullying everybody's playing a game everybody uh, or some of the people chose to take somebody out and, uh, and that's just how this is yeah i mean i deal with like kids all the time actually being bull like bullied like you said and mm-hmm. sometimes like kids will tease each other and i always try to tell them like no you're not being bullied you you said something to him he said something back you both deserved exactly. it that's not bullying so when people mm-hmm. kind of throw it around it's frustrating because like you said it takes away from the people that actually are being bullied i think it's the wrong label i, I just call it gamesmanship i mean if anybody's ever seen any true athlete at their peak michael jordan was the biggest shit talker in the game if you heard anything that he said you would think he was the biggest bully he was out there talking about your mother and the things he did to her i mean that's just the way he did any way to get into somebody's mind i get it it's a family show they don't do that here but come on I, as a, as an athlete who played seven sports i get it i'm a big junk talker shot yeah and everybody's different with that kind of stuff. Some people don't, you know, some people choose not to. Um, yeah. You know, when I did track, uh, I was kind of in between. Sometimes it just depends on who I was going up against. Um, yeah, but the I mean, guy I've... that beat me, no matter what, Keontae's story, this man, he's one of my really good friends. He, he would beat me, but he's the type of guy who walk up to the track and he would say, hey, I know you're going to win. Good job, everybody. And that would get in your head more. And everybody thought he was being nice, but that's actually the way he would gameplay. And the way I would gameplay would be play cocky than I actually am in real life because that would get in people's heads. So everybody has their own strategy, but it's exactly like you said. It's, it's when you're doing a game, when you're playing a sport, you're a different person. And I will say, for people that also say this is not a social game, I am sorry. I'm just going to cause I call horse shit because Matt and Redman had such a good social game. And I'm going to give you all a compliment and also like a little bit of a critique to some other teams. Right. Matt and Redman had such a good social game that three teams that were in front of them weren't concerned enough to U-turn them when they've never been lower than fourth place. 
This team has never been lower than fourth. You have a chance to completely block them out and guarantee elimination. I'm sorry. If you, if you, did, if you turn the double U-turn into a single U-turn for any team, I really do think this challenge would have eliminated you. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not calling, trying to throw shade at you, Redman. Yeah. I just think the, the ghost side of the detour took so long that you wouldn't have been able to make up time. Yeah, and that's what I said. It was all leg design, that there was no way. I mean, Tara and Joey were the first ones there, and they were still the third ones out to check in. So yeah. you know that that took a lot longer than even going to the rock climbing destination and getting that mm-hmm. finished. So all that being said, all the people that play in the future, yeah. you can pretend this isn't a social game, but it absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah, um, no, trust at me. this point, uh, I wish Joey was in the chat room right now. I don't think he is. He, but no, uh, he at is. this point... Yes, he, all said right. that, so, uh, he said that he made an absolute promise not to U-turn you and Matt. And we gave him alcohol. <laughs> 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 I, th- I think we've gotten into a, uh, uh, an airport. We had somehow uh, found a way to, get in- to convince the people to let us into a first-class area in one of the airports, like a lounge. Wow. And we brought out a few beers, and we, uh, we helped out Joey. And so that is part of the game. That's... Uh, that's what happens, you know, and it's there's just a million and one experiences like that that were happening throughout the race where you're helping somebody out. Somebody's helping you out. That's not necessarily camera worthy or show worthy. Um, that happens. And, so, you know, all that stuff ends up adding up. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on that, that people don't see. It's not that the show's hiding it. It's just that it's it's just too many things to talk about that really do affect the game a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Vank and Ashton, uh, they get U-turned. They take it well. Uh, Redmond gets uh, a lot of junk online, a lot of talk about bullying, which is not bullying. It's not piling on. It's taking advantage of the tools in a game that you're playing. This is a game, after all. Uh, and in the end, at the end of the day, it seems like the whole cast is still very friendly. Even Shamir, who everybody thought was not going to be part of it, seems to be even in the photos of the aftercast. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's get to uh, let's get to the uh, U-turn board. Do you like the U-turn board being before the the the, the detour again? It's I not s- like <sighs> yeah. I was gonna say I said like me. No, I, I I don't like it. <laughs> uh, Corey, I, I don't know if I think it was. Sorry, go ahead, Corey. Yeah, no, I as I said it last time. I I think you should have to complete one side of the task to be able to win that detour and be able to send somebody. Cause I mean, if Tara and Joy had picked to do the ghost, they probably wouldn't have been the first one there. If it were like a, the U-turn board used to be more, more often has been in the past. Right. That would have changed it, uh, changed it up a little bit. I think so you I said earlier, Corey, that it was something you earn and that's how it, it normally is. Um, you know, you kind of earn it by doing a challenge. So this one, it's a cool, watching the show but as the person racing it it does get a little frustrating yeah yeah so the detour was make a mold or grab a hold and it was clearly an unbalanced detour with uh joey said it took about 45 to 55 minutes to yeah. do the mold and it doesn't look like you could have done that much faster it was like almost like a set time I had to dry twice yeah. and i knew the drying time is what probably took the longest yeah. Yeah. and it kind of reminds me of the giraffe task in our season that like you had to stain it and then let it dry and, and then, then i think do something else yeah. to it, so. which is why mom and i would have been doing the uh the raw climbing <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah did you guys like that the climbing side of the detour it seemed more like a roadblock to me it seemed like only one person i mean yes you were like tethered to your partner but it 
I don't know. I, I didn't like that aspect of that side of the detour. Yeah, I, I felt like it was a task for one. I completely forgot that that was a detour. I was thinking that was one of the roadblocks we had done. And because that's, it is what, you know, you yeah. felt. I think for the only time it really mattered was with Mike. That's the only team I saw. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just smart. Mike was a strong dude. His partner is a small person. And so Mike was like pulling her up the mountain. Uh, he even says it during the thing. So I think in a situation like that, yeah, it's more like a detour. But for most of us, it was just let your partner do what they're going to do. Right. It's Mike to think that. But Matt went up that thing so quickly, it didn't really matter. Did they automatically yeah. have you guys pick who was going to climb or was it based on the lighter person was climbing? Man, I, the lighter person climbed on every one. So yeah. I'm not sure if that's just what we did. Just for I had the same so question for you. Chose. Like I had the same exact question. You, I had the same exact question Corey did. Cause that's the only thing that would make me nervous about doing that detours. Cause in that situation, mom would have to go up the rock. Um, but the, the arts and crafts, like I'll watch HGTV, that shit takes forever. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to do those challenges. I was going to say, it reminded me. A lot of people get scared. You know, you think if you're not that physical, you might not want to do the physical challenge sometimes, but this one specific challenge was not physical. It wasn't, nobody was coming down from it. Like completely yeah. beaten up and tired it was just this one was somewhat unbalanced and uh you know the people that chose climbing kind of kind of lucked out yeah Corey, i know you got to head out you're going to hang out with bernie burns and ashley today so if you want to yeah. get your stuff in now go ahead get it all out there let's go no i mean i i didn't have a whole lot else to say i was just i wish the detour was it kind of reminded me of the fi- one of the final challenges on our last day in the final leg of season 28 where we had to repel and I had to pull out one way and it was Tyler and I were weighted. I wished it was more of something like that because it, it seemed like it was a task for one person and it was clearly an unbalanced detour because it seemed way faster to do the rock climbing. Yeah, it was definitely. Do you have your I'm Corey LOL moment of the episode? It, it was, it was, you already said it. It was, uh, Ling and her saying, what do you want me to do? Get a plane. He's having a tough time. I, I enjoyed the leg and, and I'm sorry. I have to cut out a little early. Bernie's taking me on a hot. Hello, have fun. <laughs> nice. Tell them we said what's up to our family. Hope to see you guys at a, another event. All right, Redmond. So we're here at the task at the detours. Uh, do you think that you guys could have uh, uh, done the make a mold task and overcome some sort of a U-turn here? Or do you think it was just impossible for any team? You're saying if it would have been us double U-turned? Yeah. And blocked out instead of um, – no, I, I think – even if I know maybe Matt crossed that challenge. Front, yeah, I think there, there could have been a couple situations. If you were the first, somebody's already 25 minutes behind. Uh, and then I know Lolo took a little bit, took, took you know quite a while because they chose the slower detour. So maybe if you were first or second and had yeah. to do both, but really, if, in our position, we were about third or fourth, I think. Fourth, yeah. And I, I think we were fourth yeah we were middle we, we would have gotten uh, we would have gone home that day i feel like too because everything was so close together it's not like you really had to go far or self-drive or anything that kind of you were there and then you were checking in at the pit stop I yeah 
Okay. Well, I know they got lost. A few teams got lost, and Matt and I didn't. So even though we were fourth of the pack, I think leaving fourth, you said. Um, so that's uh, you know a little bit behind. Yeah, Vank and Ashton still got, got to lost. Yeah. Off first. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was Vank confusing. And- the reason why, you know, we actually uh, we trusted our gut. One of the guys told us to go, and I think he had told three teams to go a certain way, and it showed it on, actually on TV. You know, we look at him, we ask him, and then Matt and I are just like, ah, thank you, but never mind. And we just ran the way we wanted to. Beck and Floyd went the other way. It only costed them maybe five minutes, but uh, wow. we ended up being able to pass him up there. So Matt is Spider-Man. Becca looks at home when she's touching rocks. She's excited. Brooke, of course, <laughs> is scared that she can't do it as she's doing it. What a surprise. Uh, <laughs> Phil is super excited about these Ferrari boats of the sea. Uh, I guess it's something that uh, us underprivileged don't know anything about because it just looked like a regular boat to me. <laughs> but he was like, oh, these boats are amazing. Look at these boats. I feel like they're <laughs> the same boats in um... – Oh my God. Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade. There's a scene where they're like uh, on the boat. And, <laughs> and I'll sound still. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't. I'm not that versed. But what I, what I do know is the people that love boats, all the staff that love boats. I think a couple contestants, their minds were freaking blown. So this is if, if you like boats, these are the boats. These are the ones. I mean, they were gorgeous. We could not have been happier on them. But right. you know, I would have been happy on multiple types of boats. The people that knew boats this was like the time of their life to even be able to see one. And then we found out that they're million dollar boats and they're they're really works of art that just, you can, you can go and sail on. Uh, And if they get damaged, it could be, you know, one damage could be $200,000. Yeah. Joey said the boat was $350,000. So that's what I was going to ask you, because when it comes down to this race here, we have a a legit boat race to the finish. Like, like, like what? And then you get to the get to the docks, pulling into the docks to park, and your guy gets a little jacked, and then Team Fun comes in. Uh, and is it because the boats were a million dollars or uh, three hundred thousand dollars that you guys didn't try to like grab the dock or jump off the boat, or there was like you kind of just kind of sat there and just yeah, you're not. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't mind getting wet. <clears throat> we could have jumped in can't leave without your camera crew. So if we would have jumped in, oh, yeah. it's not like the camera crew is going to jump in with us. Um, right. And yeah, our guy, I totally didn't parts, think the camera crew. Took, yeah. So, and they never hold you back. That's not what I'm saying. They're holding us back, but there's certain things you just can't, you can't run off if your camera crew can't safely run off uh, with you. And so even if we wanted to, which we did, you, you can't just jump off the boat and swim to shore. Even that probably wouldn't have helped as much. Um, but yeah, it was right. a difference between boats. And if you saw us on the mat, I mean, we were still obviously we all want to win. But when you lose against Team Fun, I mean, we're st- we knew it was just a it was an awesome foot race. We were super excited, and we ran up and immediately hugged them or high fived them. We were, uh, I mean, it couldn't have happened to a nicer team. So we were excited about it. Uh, obviously, we wanted to win. Definitely, you know, up to the boats at that point. Yeah. Was that was uh, were the teams looking at Team Fun as a threat at all? Yeah, Team Fun was a was w- it was a little weird having them there because we really wanted the entire time saying, "I know I'm going to get to the top three, and I want them to be there with me." But they're going to be some of the hardest competition in the world. But they're so fun, <laughs> and so I really <laughs> wanted her to her and him to be with us. Uh, but also, you you know, they're tough. It's kind of like Joey with with me, you Joey and Tara. I really 
wanted them to be with us, I knew they were tough competition. So it, it's just when you're in the when you're watching the show, yeah, it's easy to say who's your favorite. But when you're in there, you also have to say, ah, if they're my favorite, they're probably a good team, and I don't want them here. So it's a little bit tough, but they were just so fun to be around that we just loved, right? Even when we lost against them there, you know, we were still so happy just to be able to be one and two. Another thing, too, when you're actually doing the race, you don't see anyone else's interviews. So you really don't know what people are saying or what they're doing. You kind of just feel like everyone at their face value. So I'm not saying like Becca and uh, Floyd are like that, but sometimes you just don't know like who people yeah, really are. I would agree. Redmond, I got a quick question. This is like way beginning, but who would you have picked on that starting line? Because you were, I mean, you were second pick. I said in the beginning, like, I would have targeted you as a pick. If, I mean, if I was on it, I would have definitely gone for, um, like, a strong male. Who would you have picked? Honestly, uh, I, if you look at our bios or interviews, uh, it would have been Matt. If, if we knew anything about each other, it would have been Matt. Um, and so it would have been Matt. I know the only person that I had talked to before we got to that point was Scott. You know, we helped each other out. So it would have been uh, Matt or Scott. But just because we're so similar, we're both so positive and happy, and uh, Matt would have been my number one choice. Gotcha. Uh, second would have been Scott. You got to love Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scott is definitely a favorite of this season. Uh, so how do you feel about Phil not being hidden? Do you think that matters at all? Like everybody's cruising by on the boats and you can see him. So you know exactly where he is. As soon as you land, you just get there and you go. There's no like hunt for Phil. He's usually like hidden somewhere. How do you feel about that? So, uh, <laughs> they, I'm surprised that they, I think it's just, it would have been hard to show how it actually was, but this is one where it just was a little bit different than there was a little bit more to it. So part of the clue was you had to find Phil and it's just hard to see on the TV. We were very, very far away. And so part of this getting the pit stop, it was actually a challenge that you had a point. That's why we all say, ah, there's Phil. That was part of the challenge. You had to point at Phil, tell the driver, there's Phil, turn around or go to him. Gotcha. And then they turned around. But we were, I mean, far, far away. So Phil was not easy to see. He was just a little ant. And you, we kind of guessed. And you're just, ah, that's the dude with the hat. That's probably him. <laughs> and so you're far away you just had a guess so it's part of the clue i get it <laughs> now that makes more sense right uh so the bad park job we talked about uh we got bank and ash thanking mike and liz so, uh, as so just to, to add <laughs> um that boat uh hit the dock so uh which was scary <laughs> uh it didn't like crash and explode like the movies but that boat uh, actually hit the dock. So it makes sense why our boat, you know, took, if they're these, you know, half million dollar boats, whatever they are, uh, our guy took a, we have no gripes with that guy taking his time because the other guy, it doesn't even look like he's coming in full speed. And he ended up crashing his boat on the dock just because of, you know, how the weather was, I guess. Oh my God. Maybe the waves wow. pushed him in or something like that. Sacrificed his boat for them. Damn, they owe that boat. They owe it. Man, them. he was dedicated. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, um, this is where uh, Team Fun is going to Argentina. We got that. They're heading off to the spa. Uh, spa. Uh, he, he said it a little differently than spa. Phil normally says. A spa. <laughs> he said spa. Uh, and the Twitter notices. They always notice whenever he says spa. Um, so Phil not being hidden. Vank always wanted to be a beautiful something as, as they flash back to him. And you can clearly see, like, you know, from 
ever since the U-turn, who's kind of going home the whole time. So it's not really much drama. They All the drama is who's going to finish in first place. Uh, and then there's on the mat, and we hear that Vank and Ashton are on the B-list of invitees. And I think this kind of sparked some more of the, oh, let's gang up on them while they're down kind of attitude online. And I, I don't think people understand the questions that you get asked when you're on the mat, and it kind of leads you to say certain things. Obviously, you can only right. say what you say, but it kind of pushes you. Yeah, in somebody said some. I saw some actually cool comment the other day that said, uh, uh, "Yeah, they can do whatever they want with the colors that you give them, but you still have to give them those colors." And I do agree. Well, what you they can only use what you say. Uh, all 22 of us are friends. I disagree with what Brooke says. I would have never said that, and I, I disagree with it. doesn't mean she's a bad person. I just don't. That's not why. If I would have U-turned Fank and Ashton, uh, it wouldn't have been because of that. I think that's not the correct reasoning, and I don't think uh, – it kind of seems like Mike was in agreement. I don't I, I don't think he was. I think he was just having fun. That, I mean, we, we talk so much smack to each other. Um, I don't think on TV to, to think uh, he was being as uh, uh, aggressive with that. So I don't agree with, with what she said in that moment. And again, that doesn't mean anything negative with her. We just had different views. It, it, when I was playing, um, there were many moments where I told people, I don't want to U-turn Bank and Ashton because it's not an emotional game for me. This isn't, I need to get back to the person that, uh, that went after me. Yeah, you got, I, you got junk for that comment too. A lot of junk for, what? for saying that uh, you don't you don't play the game. It's two dudes, and we don't play the game with emotion. <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm <laughs> I'm sexist just because of of that. It's it's <laughs> and I defended you because it's science. I mean, it's it's like when you fall in love, guys guys are visual, women are emotional. It's a different type of thing. It's the same thing with sex. It's the way that we are. And by saying it, though, it, you could strike a chord because you're on national television. But, again, I definitely yeah. want to give you a chance to clear the air on that. I don't believe that it's a sexist comment. I think it was kind of said the way I think. And if there's anything you want to say about this one. No, I mean, I, I just uh, – I wanted somebody that was going to be very a uh, positive person. And, you know, what, what you don't see is we're in the car for, uh, you know, 30 minutes just talking to the camera sometimes. And so we can be laughing around, talking around, saying like, gosh, I just love that we have no drama. This is so fun. Uh, it's probably because we're a bunch of dudes. Laugh, laugh, laugh. And, you know, if they yeah. just take they take that one thing and it's nothing negative. CBS didn't edit it wrong, but they have a 45 minute show. They're not going to edit our 45 minute conversation at the airport, you know, and that's just the entire show. Like, that's not what they're going to do. Uh I'm, I'm happy with the way I've ran the race so far, and uh, I'm absolutely super proud of my partner. If you are going to talk smack about one of us, talk smack about me. Don't talk smack about Matt. He's literally the nicest <laughs> person in the show. He's one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life, and he would take his shirt off, and he would give you a shirt off his back. Wait, have we talked smack so about Matt? Like I don't think we have. In. He get... no, 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 not you guys. I mean, that was just a, anybody watching. Ah. Uh, if, you, if you are going to have hate, just direct it to me. Cause I'm the one that yelled. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Poor Matt's getting all of the hate that's supposed to be for me. He's getting all of that. Just stop, You're just deflecting it. You're just sending it all to him. Um, I want to. Yeah, I'll collect it all. I want to say one thing about the the B-roll comment. Um, I'm not. I'm not excusing it, but I want to remember or remind everyone at this point in time they've probably gone about five days without any really good sleep. 
like literally have gone about five days without sleep. They did get food, so I can't say they've been really hungry. So good for them there. <laughs> um, I have no problems with six teams ganging up on one, trying to get them U-turned. I did it. I think, it's, part, I think it's part of the game. Um, I, <laughs> shut up, Justin. Um, the, the B-roll comment seemed a little far to me, and I think you could even see Brooke's face after she said it, that she thought it may have been a little too far because she kind of even grimaced yeah, at herself. Don't, let them, don't hear this one thing. Yeah. Um, so I think she caught herself in the moment, and I, I'm not going to fault you for life because you said something after you haven't slept in days. Yeah. yeah. No, and I, I completely agree. That's why I, I ended my thing with saying doesn't say anything about her. I just – everybody's get, being uh, uh, roped in together with one comment that, like you just said, she – we're all joking, and that could have been in an interview where everybody just laughing yeah. and joking. Uh, uh, and then on top of that, not just because one person says something doesn't mean that's the reason behind all other teams, you know? Uh, and last week, everybody was saying Vank and Ashton are such a strong team. And now they think they're complimenting Vank and Ashton, who I'm really, really good friends, uh, with everybody now. Uh, and everybody thinks they're complimenting Ashton by saying, gosh, well, I can't believe these bullies would, uh, you turn you guys you were off, you weren't even a strong team. Why would they U-turn you? That's not a compliment. Don't tell that to them. They weren't a strong team. Everybody was strong. <laughs> well, Vank and Ashley, speaking of strong teams, uh, James, do you happen to have the placements? You haven't done the average placements. I do. So I have them pulled up right now. And as always, I'm, I'm going to go from bottom to top. Um, so bringing back some old faces, Kevin and Jen have an 11, unfortunately, not changing there. Jesse and Francesca have a 9.5. Shamir and Sarah have a 7.25. This is where things get a little interesting um, because – let me make sure. Yeah, Loaded and London are actually up next at 6.16. Um, wow. so the cra- right? So the crazy thing about their average is regardless of how the net sled turns out, regardless if they come in last place and are eliminated, their average is going to get better, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is unfortunate for them. Um, Bert and Stout are up next at 5.67. Then we have Vank and Ashton, who are 4.83. Um, the seven this week hurt them a little bit, so they actually dropped um, below. Coming up next, another eliminated team by a U-turn of Seth and Olive of 4.67. Um, wow. Next is right. So two eliminated teams from the U-turn actually had – better ratings than teams that are currently racing. So I, I do think that they got some stronger teams out and that's not yeah. shade. That's just numbers. Um, next is Liz and Michael at 4.3, Becca and Floyd at 3.5, Tara and Joey at 3.33, and then Matt and Redman holding it up the top at three. Ooh. Nice. Right. <laughs> so Matt and Redman are statistically. Strong. So you, you guys are good with stats. I'm curious because I, I looked at your stat. You guys were your stat was like 2.1 the whole race, uh, Justin and Dan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, who's counting? Yeah. And you guys won seven legs, correct? Yeah, we won seven, yeah. five in a row. That's just crazy. Seven. So that's amazing. First of all, yeah, I, I haven't met you Thank guys you. in real life, so congrats. Even though it's a little while ago, it's the first time I've Thanks. talked to you guys. So congrats on that. That is amazing. What is an average uh, rating for like the top teams? It is. So mom and I are have like Ooh. a 4.3 and we're in the top, I think, 100 like racers ever. So like 4.3 is where most people fall. The unfortunate thing is the spectrum, like the first two teams out usually have really low averages because it's just mm-hmm. like first team out is not going to be doing multiple leads. Yeah, um, like outliers. Yeah, I would say y'all's three is up, up there. It is. It's way up there. 
Um, let's see if y'all can hold it. The one thing I did notice this week, the, the one thing I noticed this week, and I, it didn't click with me until this week, is y'all haven't won a ledge. I feel like oh, y'all yeah. are such a strong team. I don't get that. And I think I see y'all as such a threat, but y'all haven't won a ledge, and it didn't realize like in my mind, y'all have just been like killing this race. And it wasn't <laughs> until I sat down and looked at the numbers that I went, huh? Y'all been close funny, a lot. Uh, I- there's a, I love that the the Amazing Race YouTube page is always posting behind the scenes stuff. So there's a lot of stuff as racers that you're like, ah, oh, I really wish that would have been on. Like for me, it, I think it's just hilarious. But I don't know if you've seen my bananas YouTube video uh, talking about no. me wanting to eat the bananas so Ashley can eat them. Uh-oh. Uh, like it's just such a it's a level of like pettiness that uh, that I wanted it to be on TV, and uh, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it makes me look so stupid. And it, it wasn't on because it's not important at all. But then they. Amazing Race puts a lot of stuff on their YouTube page, just like funny, kind of random behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, one of the things I know is uh, is me just getting frustrated. I think I'm just walking with Matt, and we're just talking, and I'm saying, everybody wants to U-turn us. Everybody says that we're a strong team. And Liz just got first and first in a row. Nobody wants to get them out. And we've had third, fourth, and fourth or third, oh, yeah. third, fourth and fourth. And everybody thinks like we're the team to beat. We haven't even passed. We haven't gotten one second yet. <laughs> it's like me being like an angry kid. There's nobody around. It's just me talking to Matt. But yeah. that is how we felt. So we felt like we had a, a, as much as we were just, we felt like we were best friends with everybody. There seemed to be a target on our back and we were not <laughs> placement wise, not doing that great. We hadn't won anything. And Brazil was totally our fault. Brazil. Uh, I don't know if you remember that's leg two, but we got, uh, you know, that was one where uh, we we showed up so far uh, ahead of the teams just because of the helicopters, not because of skill. We built the thing pretty quickly. We showed up and we just did so bad trying to find the uh, the bicyclist. It maybe took us 45 minutes or so wow. to find that dang bicyclist. So, you know, first or second fault that we ended up getting third there. And that was hard seeing Ashton and Vanka get in front of us after <laughs> after all that stuff. Yeah, and if you want to know anything about average numbers, we have the guy who has the ultimate stat sheet, uh, Michael Harmstone, who's in the room. Uh, he'll tell you exactly where three would put you if you want. I'm, I'm sure he probably already wrote it. He did, yeah. Uh, wh- where it would put you. And he has, like, the international, too, like the oh, uh, 20 other countries that are involved. He'll tell you where you fit in the world. Michael's on this, or are you just saying you're friends with him? No, he's on. No, he's in the chat room. He's in the chat room. I have a question, Redmond. You had just posted a picture from Norway showing like your your leg taking a beating. How now? Like now that we're kind of six legs in, is that becoming a problem? Like, was I mean? I guess the Amazing Race is more uh, challenging than like because I know that you did track and is is this kind of the most yeah. that you've put your leg to the test? Just constant running around. And the, the main thing is if I'm going to do track, I have my track leg. Uh, I have, I can carry around, uh, I mean, big duffel bag. I'm going to show you, but a big duffel bag. I carry around a giant Pelican case everywhere I go that has all of my supplies, all my medical stuff, all my, uh, you know, I have multiple liners, multiple socks for all that kind of stuff to repair it. And then I normally have a prosthetist, you know, down the street from me or an hour away. Uh, this is the long going a month, just running on the same leg. But the thing that really beat it up was that first day I'm, I'm in a new system. I got a system maybe like a week and a half or so before I left. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really exactly sure how to, uh, and it totally helped me out. I wasn't sure how to, how to, uh, 
kind of maintain it on my uh, on my own. Right. And I just kind of screwed myself up the first day. So that very first challenge when we're running to a suitcase, I took off and immediately cut the hell out of my leg. <laughs> and because I just I, I had overpacked it with socks, it's just some I didn't know how the, how the leg worked as as much as uh, the ones I was using before. And I cut myself up and then having that big cut going into the water in Panama, got it uh, infected. Oh, Oh. Africa, and then we were in the water in Africa uh, right after we got U turned, and I think oh. that's what did it in. So everything after Africa, it was it was just gnarly, and it, it never oh. stopped. Yeah, like a lot of people kind of were asking questions about like like if you had access to medical more, or if there was anybody kind of available to help you with anything that you would need for it. No, so there's but. no. You guys know as racers, and for the people watching, if you don't know, you basically tap out if you have to see medical. If you want, you can see medical uh, on your own during the race time. Uh, like if you go to the airport, you can go buy yourself medicine or something if you want. Uh, but you can't just go and see a medic. The medic in the picture that I posted today in Norway, uh, that was somebody that they basically forced me to see. Uh, I mean, he helped me out. You know, he, he looked at it and kind of gave me peace of mind, but. After a certain point, they were saying, basically liability, because it looked so gnarly, they were saying, we need to have somebody look at this infection to make sure you can keep going. And the guy looked at it yeah, and, and I said, can't remember. I feel, because, like, I know you get a bunch of, like, medication ahead of time. I, I, I don't remember if an antibiotic was one of them. Like, yeah, I know, well, like, they give you anti-diarrhea, right? Like, they give you anti-diarrhea. Yeah, will tell you. Yeah, go ahead, Doc. Yeah, there was. There was superfloxacin, because I had to, I had to take it, because during our challenge with the meat, I ended up jabbing that wire into my finger, and it, like, swelled up. So I had to take the Cipro that we were given to treat that. That was the only uh, antibiotic we were given. Yeah. We were given the malaria yeah, medication. So everybody's on an antibiotic. Uh, I'm, I, I used to know medicine way better. <laughs> it's been a while since I did this. But I know I had to stop taking the antibiotic we were taking because uh, – and that's actually what the doctor, I think, in Norway told me. Uh, he had said, stop taking this antibiotic because it's not going to help you here since it's a skin condition. He knew more than I ever knew about this stuff. So he had told me. I had to uh, basically stop taking that. And when the race was over uh, to just immediately go and get um, antibiotics that were specific for, I guess, skin. skin. Yeah. Cipro isn't good for skin. And a three would put you and the cameras wanted me to complain so bad. I mean, every day the cameras would be looking at me and asking me to complain. And I never did. Good for uh, you. So I felt after the fact <laughs> it was okay to post that picture of uh you know, of that, because there's not one thing that's going to be on the race of me complaining about it. So I, I, you know, I'm pretty proud of that. All right, let's finish up this leg and we'll get to a couple questions from Reddit and Facebook. Uh, James Earl, who's uh, getting your seal clap? My seal clap is going to team fund it in their first place. Cause you know, I love that team and they are just, <laughs> yes. they are everything. Like, I just feel like I wish I could have a quarter of their happiness because it's just infectious. That's, that's yeah. Diana. Do you feel like anybody's getting no, put in check this no, episode? I don't think so. I, I think no everybody... Liz, no mic, none of that in the beginning. Uh... No, I no, I actually think that their conflict resolution was well, like quick. It was, you know, all right, let's just move on and get over it. Um, I don't let's think. Put that... Matt and Chad for being a bully. <laughs> <laughs> now this time it would be, um, you know, Vank and Ashton for thanks, guys. That's so mean. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> So, but no, I mean, everybody's having a great time. Everybody's getting along. If Shamir was in this episode, he would have gotten it, I'm sure, but he's not. So there's nobody. Oh, super fan move. 
Super fan move. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a, I wanted to say that it had to be team fun. It's something that they did with the boats to win, but they didn't really do anything to win. So I'm going to give it to Matt and, and Redmond because I, I don't know how they didn't get you turned. Whatever you did to not get you <laughs> makes you the damn uh, super fan move of the game. Because uh, literally, you guys, I, there's, I don't know why. Uh, if they're not coming after you guys for average placement, I mean, I don't get it. So whatever you guys did socially, go for it. Your little gigging, your laughing, whatever it was, I love it. So Harstead saying you're pandering. Pandering. <laughs> I don't think Justin knows how to pander. No, he doesn't. I just, I just have to be me, and most of the time it gets me in the uh, in the wrong place. Yeah, right. you were like Mister. I would never pick Redmond. I wouldn't. No, oh, hey, he yeah. said he wouldn't pick yeah, me. Yeah, he's getting the he, super he fan. things about me. I like the. No, yeah, but I wouldn't pick him. Yeah. Like I said, no, he, I'm just being honest. I mean, you're a cool dude. I'd hang out with you. Screw that guy. I wouldn't pick him. Why would I pick <laughs> yeah, somebody? Dude, I'd hang out with you. I'd pick somebody that's not. <laughs> I yeah. go to war. I'd put you on the battlefield with me any day on the race. I'm looking at some other characteristics. Yeah, uh, never. Word of advice. Don't pick somebody that's broken if you don't have to. It just doesn't make sense. See? I, I, just, I was just and that's the opposite. Reason she didn't pick you because you had some fortitude. <laughs> uh, one, I'm sorry. I need to say one thing. I don't go know how long it. we've been doing this. I do need to say, uh, Michael, you're on this thing. Uh, I think it was you that said it. Um, but... Matt, they didn't give Matt enough airtime. First of all, I absolutely love that human being, but they didn't give give him enough airtime when he was explaining why uh, he picked me later on. And I think a cab, they do it really quickly. Um, but God, I mean, it made like it hit me deep. And Matt was, uh, it wasn't because they just had to simplify because we didn't have time. But Matt has like 30 injuries. He's broken, I mean, so many bones. He's gotten through so much stuff. A lot of these things have happened, you know, right before a, a really important competition. That guy has been through stuff. And you don't have to you know, physical trauma uh, just to understand, you know, that, that you can push through life's hard moments. But he's just proven it a lot of times. So it's kind of easy to see when you look at somebody like him and especially being in a field that just destroys your body. Uh, snowboarders are I, – I, there's a list you can find somewhere on Google where they say, like, the, uh, the amount of time you can be in your field. Snowboarding is one of the worst sports to be in your body, and he, you won't be able to be a snowboarder for that long. I mean, what he does just because of how much he loves, how many times he's been hurt and that he's pushed through it uh, – he chose me because he thought, hey, this is the one person that I can automatically see just on strict looking at people's appearances that he's been through something and obviously he's gone through it. And so I think we connected in a level that a lot of people, you know, uh, weren't able to understand just by uh, seeing us for 10 minutes on TV. Uh, the dude is just such a beast and he he never talks about himself. That's why I'm talking about him here because he'll never say anything good about himself. He <laughs> always just talks about other people. So he's yeah, such he's a great guy. He's been through a lot. And nobody will be talking. Well, uh, man, that's <laughs> you can't break up. So Matt is Matt is uh, seems like a really awesome dude. Brooks is joining us in the chat room. Brooke, thank you for coming and joining us. And Sarah just sent a snap. Uh, she just got a dog. Uh, so if you could check her on, on her snap, uh, Sarah and Logan oh, just got man. a dog today. So there's a lot going on in the season 29 <laughs> world. And next week we're heading to another place that everybody wanted to go to. It's Italy again, but it's Venice. Yeah. 
of Venice, where we have lots of singing, and Mike is pissed off at Team Lolo. Mike is unraveling these past <laughs> three or four episodes. He can't get it together and keep it. We'll find out what's going on with that. What do we think is coming up next week, uh, James Earl? What do, what do we think is going to happen? Who's going home? Uh, see, I don't think there's going to be an elimination next week. We have five leads with two non-eliminations simmered up. They're going to have to. I think they're going to use them up soon rather than later. So I think next week's a non-elim. Ooh, calling a non-elimination. Yeah, that, which is here's the thing: if they don't, if they don't do it next week, then they'll have five teams left with two non-elims, and that just gets boring. Or one non-elim and maybe a final four. No. No, it'd have to be a final two. Oh, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> so who's well, going home so i think next week it's time for lolo to say bye-bye it's uh time for lolo to go go they, they've had a lot of fun they've got no airtime. i feel bad for them they both seem like great human beings but uh there's really no story there and then except for them always being in the back and being happy to not be eliminated so i think it's time for them to go <sighs> But we'll find out what's going on there next week. Uh, so I really appreciate it. That's going to do it for this recap. We'll get to a couple questions now with our special guest, Redmond Ramos. Uh, these coming from Reddit. We post on the Amazing Race Reddit if you want to go over there and join us. What was the hardest challenge for you so far on the race? The hardest challenge? I want to say the the basket weaving. That was – I'm they gave me actually a, a lot of credit on that. That was 80% Matt. You know, that was something that was – we knew it was going to be really mentally uh, tough, but it, it, you had to be just so perfect and exact on making those things. You had to unravel it and start over. And uh, Matt was able to just see the, how the puzzle worked. Uh, I think that's one of those challenges that would have taken me hour and 20 minutes or something. It would have taken us way longer, maybe double if it was just me. Uh, so even though it doesn't seem like it, because I know that was one of our stronger legs, um, to me personally, that would have been one of the toughest challenges. So who do you think uh, was your biggest competition? Like you and Matt, who did you guys size up and kind of say? You're saying when we first started, who, who were we thinking? Yeah. Or now. Uh, right when we started, we knew Seth and Olive were going to be, uh, you hear me say it on TV, but we kept saying it in the taxi, which isn't aired. I hope it's not Seth and Olive because I'm pretty sure we're going to get U-turned. I hope it's not Seth and Olive. We showed up to the board. We saw we were U-turned. We saw it was against Seth and Olive, and that was you know, that was kind of deflating. So that was the team we didn't want to go against. They're great people, and they're just very, very tough. Um, so that was at that point who we thought was going to be the strongest. And what about at this point? Who like who? who this point in the race, um, I, I was definitely looking out for – Joey and Tara and and uh, yeah, they, uh, Becca and Floyd. Floyd. Okay. So uh, another question from our Reddit uh, following: If uh, Ashton and Vank would have reneged on and got beat you to the board on the coin flip, how would you guys have reacted? <laughs> so we don't have enough time to explain it, and I don't go on online and explain my thing. But, <laughs> uh, there's a YouTube video of, of us explaining it. Oh, I know. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Disagree with? Yeah, we talked about it. We didn't. We didn't disagree on this. So we got in one taxi, which is what we were trying to do with, you know, that whole crew. Then we were going. That's when this whole coin flip thing was. So when we were in the car, we were sitting there. There's videos of us too, where we're like, "Wait, is it 
uh, okay, that, that means the deal's off, right? Because we're in two separate taxis. And then I think Matt makes a joke of, well, we're going to totally throw them under the bus, but I hope they still honor it. But that stuff, you know, it's joking. We, the, the deal was off. So we showed up. We were still saying things like, hey, I'm sorry, team. But, you know, we never officially said the deal's off. But the deal was for one taxi. So if they would have done it, honestly, if you watch the videos on YouTube, what we kept joking about, we kept saying, we would have called him a jerk and it would, we would have <laughs> never done that because it saved us five minutes, you know? It, and so I'm not a stupid person. <laughs> and yeah, how this thing is going to be. All right, whatever. No hard feelings. We'll just do this. We would have re- All right. Well, reacted well we, know, we know time is valuable. We appreciate each and every one of you for coming. Uh, thank uh, every one of you join us in the chat room, especially uh, the current racers, uh, Joey Brooke, um, and fellow podcasters like uh, Michael Harmstone. You guys should check him out, Reality TV Warriors. They do a different type of podcast. It's very interesting. <laughs> um, and uh, if you uh, if you like what you see, please give it a little thumbs up, a little like, a little share, a little comment, a little hey day. What do you say to Racesrecap.com If you want to uh, share it easily, instead of saying go to the YouTube page because we need a hundred more followers to get a custom page. So share it so we can get a custom page. All right, that's going to do it for the Races Recap this wow, week. Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.